Welcome to Africanness Podcast. Yes, yes, a podcast dedicated to showcasing the richness and diversity of African culture. Join us as we explore the past, present, and future of the African continent and challenge common myths and stereotypes. Whether you're a non-African interested in learning more about the continent or an African seeking to connect with your roots, this podcast is for you. Yes, we aim to educate, entertain and encourage through natural, authentic and conversational dialogue. From solo commentaries to panel discussions, we'll share our experiences, stories and expert views using metaphors, analogies, humor to help you discover the beauty and pride of Africa. Yes! <laughs> Welcome to this special episode of Unraveling Racial Labels. I am your host, Pumi Olabe, and today we are taking a unique journey through time to explore the fascinating evolution of racial labels, the impact they've had, and why understanding their history is crucial. A story begins with a word, a word that has carried a heavy burden throughout history, labels. Labels can be a powerful tool for identity, community, and belonging, but they can also become weapon of mass destruction that divide, stereotype, and marginalize. Labels have played a profound role in shaping the identities of racial and ethnic groups, particularly in the context of the Black community. Throughout the past century, the terminology used to describe Black individuals has undergone significant transformations, reflecting evolving perceptions and the struggle for recognition and respect in a society that has historically marginalized them. But how did it all start? Let's go back in history. In the not-so-distant past, the term colored was widely used in the United States, particularly during the era of segregation. These labels classified individuals based on the color of their skin, creating a stark division between races. But as the civil rights movement gained momentum, a new term emerged, Negro. It was a word of pride, a word that symbolized unity and resilience in the face of adversity. Now let's fast forward to the late 20th century. We witnessed another transformation, Black. Black became the preferred term, reflecting a growing sense of empowerment and a desire for self-definition. This change was about owning one's identity and rejecting derogatory terms that has been used for centuries. If we look quickly into the African-American identity, by the late 20th century, the label African-American gained prominence. The term recognizes the African heritage of Black Americans while emphasizing their American identity is a label that reflects the complex and diverse backgrounds of a community deeply rooted in American history, Black Americans or African Americans. But then, this shift in labels from colored to Negro to Black 
and more recently, African-American can be viewed as a conscious effort by the Black community to redefine themselves and assert their place in a society that had relegated them to subordination and inferiority. It, repre- it represents, actually, a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. The labels aren't just the words themselves. They actually carry the weight of history, the weight of struggle, the weight of progress. They shape the way individuals perceive themselves and how others, even the society, perceives them. So in the United States, the term people of color gained prominence in the 1960s as black leaders sought to unite, you know, different ethnic groups, including African-Americans. And over time, it expanded to include the Latinos and Asian-Americans. However, the issue of racial labeling is far from straightforward. In today's increasingly complex world, identity is multifaceted and constantly evolving constantly evolving. In the UK, let's come to the UK. In the UK, acronyms like BAE, Black Asian Minority Ethnic, have been criticized for their clumsiness and lack of nuance. And such labels, including BAME, tend to homogenize diverse groups and fail to capture the rich tapestry of individual identities. So the use of labels like BAME can hinder honest discussions about race and racism, making it often difficult for individuals to, you know, authentically express themselves and to, you know, have that, you know, self-identity and pride. The term global majority. So let's go to the term global majority because that's another term, another label. That emerged as an alternative that seeks to encompass various ethnic and cultural groups. And they're considered that are considered minorities within the specific context. And, 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 it's, and it challenges the notion of a fixed, unambiguous majority by acknowledging the complexity of identity on a global scale. So the challenge with labels like black BAME in the UK, people of color in the US, and visible minorities in Canada is that. They often frame whiteness as the default identity, even when it isn't. In reality, the experience of whiteness is far from the norm for the majority of people worldwide. In essence, the evolution of racial labels reflects society's ongoing struggle to grapple with the complexities of identity. Identity is very complex, and even the society is... You know, there's this ongoing struggle to be able to really, really, really come to terms, you know, um, to bring in the society in in racial harmony. These labels carry historical baggage and they have significant implications on how people perceive themselves and how they are perceived by others. So as we navigate this terrain, it, it becomes crucial to question the impact of these labels and strive for more inclusive and accurate ways to describe the rich tapestry of human identities. You can ask me how. I really don't know either. But I know for sure that labels have a profound impact on racial identity. They can either empower individuals to embrace their heritage or they can, or it can burden them with stereotypes and peace. 
and our society often fails to reward these labels hold in shaping our perception. Imagine being constantly judged, not for who you are, but for the label society has assigned on you, weight of expectations, both negative and positive, that come with all these labels. So as we conclude this journey through time, it's essential to recognize that labels are not static. They evolve as societies evolve. And we're still in that, in that zone of understanding the complexities of human identities. And what was once empowering, it's also very crucial to know that what, what was once empowering when it comes to labels might become limiting. And what was once derogatory can be reclaimed with pride. So we've moved over time from different labels, from Negro to African-American to BAME to people of color, and name it. Our history with racial labels is a testament to the resilience and strength of marginalized communities. And it's, it's important to remember and to remind ourselves that language is not just a tool for communication, a reflection of our consciousness. As we conclude this journey through time, it's essential to recognize that labels are not static. They evolve as societies evolve. What was once empowering might become limiting, and what, what was once derogatory can be reclaimed with pride. We've moved over time from different names and labels. Our history with racial labels is a testament to, res- to the resilience and strength of marginalized communities. It's a reminder that language is not just a tool of communication. It's a reflection of our collective consciousness. Thank you all for joining me on this thought-provoking journey through the intricate world of racial labels and identity. Our exploration has just begun. And in the next series of podcasts, we will continue this exciting conversation. And I'm thrilled to announce that we'll be hosting some special guests, including children who participated in our Africanness Summer of Kindness Challenge in August. Stay tuned and mark your calendars as we will be back in two weeks with fresh, fresh insights and inspiring stories. And until then, keep questioning, keep learning, and keep evolving. Remember, understanding the past is the first step towards a more equitable future. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to Africa Ines podcast, where we celebrate African culture and tell our stories. We hope you've learned something new and gained a deeper appreciation for the continent. Join us next time for more conversation, more stories, and more kindness. And remember, our past present and future are interconnected and it's up to us to shape the narrative and create a better world for our children. Until next time, stay kind, stay curious and stay proud of your roots. <laughs> Africa Emagbah. <laughs>